0: Toi te Arapuoru, Sounds. E mana, e, reo, e mā, You're listening to He Tafito, a podcast for Sound Centre for New Zealand Music. Toi te Arapuoru, ko Crystal Edwards ahau. It's been a great honour to speak with some of the leading experts on ngā teetea in Aotearoa. Today, I'm talking with Jerome Kavanagh.
1: Then I out and I out, okay, now I talk about the boy talk in the boy, okay, I talk about 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 the boy, okay, 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, whiti, aroha orai, follow the sound. Oh, tēnā koe tuihine, nā, um, nā mihi o te wā, nā mihi o te ata nei. Kia koutou, ngā whānau whānui, e kwakarongo mai, nei, uh, nei rāti mihi atu kia koutou hoki ai um, so iti puʻa kēia uā um, kai te pai maunga o Ruheine, koulangi tiki kai reira, tata ki te ao, e na makokomiko te fenua tu tuu, tataki te taunae o Taihape te te komu puʻu nui o te ao, um, <laughs> um, so ye yeah, te so te tahitaha, uh, ye yeah, te, te taha tahakai te kūia, e na um, kai dada rakou um tu fara te um, yeah, mōkai pāte, te, te, te kupu te rā nei, mō te iwi, mō And, um, yeah, and then fitiyatsuki uh, Ngāti Rangi, and then tayatsuki atu ki te, awa, Wanganui, te tupua. So, um, yeah, that's on my Nanny side. I'm just trying to think because I better not forget anything. Um, yeah, so Tufare Tōka, Ngāti Rangi, and Wanganui, sort of, Mokai Pate is the the place I grew up in, and um, then fed and nourished me. Um, and and also in that particular area, also we um, Tetinia Ha, which is which is explained to me when I was growing up that's Papa Tipu side. So we have Waka Tupuna, and then Papa Tipu, which is I guess people um, might know more. It's like Patupai here, he, those Tupuna. So we always kind of um encouraged um to, to acknowledge that as well. So yeah, that's using Kititahotoku Krowa, No Potoria Hu um Matakore and um and um Tato Moraeku to Morayo o um which is Kaite Rohe o Manuatu. So yeah, we're from up in the king country on Marue but then we had a migration down um through my to uh fano, the Hota Mafano and that's um in Matakore and Ngāti Rangatahi, which is Te Hiri Marae. And then, because my dad's Pākehā, I'm from Ireland, and that's where my um, Irish name comes from, Kavanagh, and, uh, and um, yeah, we're from County Kerry in a little place called Dingle, which is the southwestern coast of Ireland, and that's where our super from, which is a very musical flute-playing place as well. Lots of here uh, there, and... Um, and one part of my whakapapa I didn't get to mention, actually, is on my Crow's side. Um, his grandfather was a Jewish migrant that came here, um, Daniel Lewis. And so we've got Jewish mix there. Just to throw that in, because I know we had uh, of your Hungarian and then uh, Antoni's uh, Lebanese whakapapa. So I thought I'd throw that in there, a bit of Jewish, Jewish Irish and Maori. So, hmm. yeah. Kia ora, and yesh, ko Jerome tōku ingoa e manu kai
0: and I must say, like especially with you just lightly mentioning with your Irish connection there, it's already in your DNA. neck right? and so it's actually quite amazing when we start to look at Fakapapa um, with no malice. You know, we just sort of look at it for what it is, and ahakua Māori, my Irish, my you know, Lebanese, my Hungarian, my. We start to understand more why we actually get into these kind of um I wouldn't say mahi but our passions our our um you know those things that kind of drive within us so it's actually quite beautiful to hear that acknowledging your Irish side as well that hey was also a musical background so you were meant to be in your uh in your mahi eh,
1: huh? oh yeah that's right I mean I think I think there was a part there where I was looking at my whakapapa and our whanau were collecting that and gathering that and once that was kind of tow, and we you know we know who we are and where we come from because it wasn't always like that you know like when we were younger we our, our um you know my nanny would talk to me oh we're from here we're from there we're related to this person and that person but you know it wasn't really like you know um the whakapapa wasn't really a thing that was discussed or brought out a lot um, so once I got that in about my early 20s, I, I sort of a kataka te kapa, the penny dropped for me in terms of, oh, well, this is, this is my Māori papa. but what else? You know, what else? So I was lucky to find an auntie on my dad's side who had all our whakapapa, had photos of our tūpuna and the story of how they came to Aotearoa and, and pictures of our house in Ireland. And, um, you know, so then it was really, for me, it was about that complete picture, you know, and um, being that whole and um and I'm sure many of our whanau out there um, have journeyed through this where they where they had that struggle because I had that too with my park outside you know we're sort of trying to <coughs> ignore it a bit and um yeah or gloss over it or something you know so um yeah I feel like it's important as eh, to acknowledge all our tupaness
0: Tēnā koe, te hoa, tēnā koe. And I, I, I totally agree and find so much relevance in your all when you talk about, of course, te taha nei, you know, our, our connections and that, because we're so driven um, to reclaim our Māori tanga, to reclaim our indigeneity and e, e, kato, We kind of actually forget that, oh, okay, a he iwi te, you know, even though they're fair-skinned and that, and that is us, that's who we are. So uh, I totally agree. I've just, um, like you said, found peace. With my father's people and my father's um, whakapapa with uh, so um, yeah, and it's actually it, like you said, it just makes you feel more complete, more um, whole, and you get to understand yourself and why you kind of do the things you do and, and operate the way we do when we kind of acknowledge e rua. we kind of forget about either the masculinity or the feminine side of our our connections, and because of that, because we look at it more through the... That, that lens of oh weh, iwi we tēra and you's came and and parahako and, na, 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 and it's like oh find the peace and see the journey through aim.
1: Eh? That's right, that's right. Yeah, I was, um, I know we're going a bit off topic but um, <laughs> I, I think the, the key that you said there was being at peace with who you are because it, if you're in conflict with that side of yourself there's a deep knowing that, you know, <laughs> it's not the full picture and um Finding out about our Papa on my dad's side was quite hardcore because um, our tupuna was sort of part of the ones that came in and came into Taranaki, and then you know, all the Irish got put into this regiment that went out to Parihaka. Yeah, so that was a pretty trippy one to find out like, shit, you know, that our tupuna on my on our park side went in there, and, and that's how they all got those parcels of land, you know. So. Um, and our yeah, our was still in Hawera because of that, you know. So um, once I found that out with my um, little out dad, we actually, um, as a way to kind of, you know, you can't really come back from that or do anything. But what we did was we had an albatross, so we took all the the chest feathers and we put them into a bag, and then um, we went up to Parihaka to um, to give those feathers to the people, you know, there. Yeah, so they they could wear their okura and stuff, um, which is not, you know, it's not, it's not a compensation or anything, oh. but it's really just the act of acknowledging that. and it was quite forlorn like, you know.
0: Exactly. No, no, Kate, they beautiful. I wish I, I wish our papa was whakapapa papa too to do, but um, beautiful sharing that uh, introductory kōrero there because it does, it actually does have relevance to our Papa kōrero, which is of course motete and brings out these karearoto, brings out these emotional states, um, whether it be finding peace or acknowledging the rage that we're feeling because of a, a, a loss of a loved one or a beloved person, you know, era so a kai te mātou, you know, māua nei ite faka papa, it's still part of our kaupapa kōrero, which is uh, Mo e um, once again we're so privileged to have you with us today, um. E we do understand that. He tangata pukumahi koe. Or or ite kiata te katoa. Ah, who ya know? Hey te Ah, motētia. Just to open us up here for our uh, kope papa here, which is motētia. Jerome, please tell us what does what does motētia when you hear that kupu. What does motētia mean to you?
1: Yeah, beautiful. He nui Mo, tēra Motētia really is. I suppose what it makes me feel is, is our old people, you know, and our... Yeah, it throws me back to all our kuia and and, and and hearing that, that style of original song, you know. Um, and, and I guess it's, you know, more te are telling stories that can be sung from the past into the present and into the future, you know, and it, and it you know, it weaves us... Um, through song, you know, um, from from those times, Narawmua. Um, mua, you know, the wa Nayanai, the mai so. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, and I guess it's telling stories of our Tupuna and, and, and significant places and it's really about connection, eh? That's sort of what it is for me. All tears is a connection.
0: Yeah, you know. Uh, once again, I agree, but especially around the Pūrākau cordial that you say, you know. Um, as a kid, I used to find it so weird why I was so into motetia, because I used to love singing them all the time, and I I remember my queen that always saying, you know, kawe kaha Wayata, you know, just ata ata hairi tautuku waiata. Nei. and I always just wonder why. And because of that, because of the the knowledge, the histories, the Pūrākau that are obtained within our 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 motete here, you know, you kinda just don't want them waffling out into the wind and into the abyss, I guess, you know. But um yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally re- um, relate to the Korero around Napurako and mean to acknowledge our Tipuna um and all of that. You know, with your Mahi though as a, a Tangatafakatangipuoro um and a specialist in that too, um e hoa. What are the, um, I guess, what's the difference? Is there a difference between what you do as a um, specialist in whakatangi or compared to motete? Do you feel that, you know, he herere kētanga or it sort of just amalgamates quite nicely together?
1: Yeah, I think so, eh? It's, you know, he te tangi. So um, actually motete helped me to shape my kind of way that I play Puro. Um, and you know for me, mō tete and Puro, it all comes from the taiao, you know, that, that's the sound, the rangi, uh, you know, directly from the taiao for both of those taonga, you know, so, um, and um, yeah, once once I was, you know, in my early 20s, once I was sort of confident at playing kowaua and stuff, I would, um, you know, one of my koroa advised me, if you're going to play and re- revive that practice So that was the understanding that I had That our tupuna use motete and puoro Hand in hand with each other They were That's kind of what our music tradition is mm. um, And so what he said to me is You know, you can wayata And you can wayata through your kowowau And then it will also make the sound of the kowowau But he said, particularly in the gaps Of the motete, if there are any gaps or any you know, in um, inhale, you know those little gaps. That's when you wanna put the puoro really, you know, nice and sweetly in in those parts so that it weaves it all together and that there's no gap in there, no break. So, um, yeah, more te and thonga Puoro are really closely connected in terms of, um, you know, the practice of our of our uh, music traditions and culture. And um, so, yeah, I had heaps of fun just at the back of the, you know, playing my ko wauwau low-key yes, at the back there. And, um, yeah, and I always sort of asked permission from our, uh, from our old people if that's okay. And and then uh, no one told me off, and so I just kept doing that, you know, because wasn't something that we grew up with, where someone was playing ako wo with more tete. It was sort of everything was being revived in terms of taonga puoro. So, yeah, so that's kind of... Um, yeah, I think um, to answer your question, your long story long, um, you know, they they go hand in hand, and they and they fit together really beautifully. Yeah.
0: Then, thank you for um, sharing your experienced um, examples around how you see more data mingatonglapuro and how they or how they head how they weave together. Because I totally agree. It'd be so beautiful, you know, to see one day that kind of tradition back on our pathway back at our marae, you know, where our wahine and our tāne e ete, and then just lightly in the background, you know, you've got a taonga or whether it be, you know, a putorino, or a um, kōwauwau, or even just some rako, you know. rako, are beautiful, just to feel that, you know. Ah, oh, it'd be just amazing, bro. That's
1: right, that's right, yeah, and there's there's heaps of um, ways that you can do that from the examples of our tūpuna, um... And yeah it's, yeah, it's to come, I think, you know, and it's, yeah, it's just um, yeah. got to keep sort of creating examples and models of yeah. how that works. And, you know, ultimately I'd love to see Matatini Mo Taunga Pūro being used in the Mo section because, you know, it's not a criticism, but at the moment it's very minimal. It's like a pūtātara or a pukaya at the start and maybe a pūre maybe a little kōwewe, but it's not really, um, When I look at like our, Cousins in Tahiti, they have their um, hava. They have a whole tonga pool or band, you know, basically all their tonga pool or their twelve or so people in there, um, and alongside their singers and their you know um, kaihaka and stuff. So yeah.
0: No, I, I think Kariakore, Akoko, Akenae. Very surely we will be seeing more of our um, haka um, groups doing their itihoa. Um, because you know we've had we've had nearly three years off of matatini, so I'm sure they're going to bring something pretty special.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, eh. I guess that's always the problem of if you don't have a tong a pool or a person like you know that has the confidence to be able to pull that off, like. Yeah, so that's what it's sort of about, eh? growing that and then getting them in there alongside and with the kapaka yeah. more, you know.
0: Nā te nā koe See, I've noticed too that a lot of our korero is, um, you know, based around, of course, our motete and your tanga playing, both being quite tr- very traditional, very traditional art forms of our people in that. I um, just wanted to kind of ask you around why, why do you think? They, they, you know. I know you've given us a few experience, but I guess from a, a musical point of view and your musical point of view, why do you think that they um, sit together so well together, like harmoniously? Oh, uh, I think, um, I
1: think in terms of like composing with, for more teete and thongopuro, it all comes from the taiao, you know. So, um, and you know, the couple of things I've been taught us. You can look at the, say, we'll take the Ruahine, the paimonga if I'm sitting at a certain spot on the whenua and I'm looking at that maunga, um I can I can use that as like a notation, you know, like how um, uh, classical music, they have notation and, or just Western music in general. So I think when we're looking at, um, you know, where does the rangi of these come from? It's it's really about, um, you know, your local environment, your taya and it could be the sound of the wind, it could, be the, it could come from um, the different um, phrases of a manu, you know, and, um, and, and for, for me, the biggest tohu around that is when you listen to the taiao, you'll get repeating patterns of sound. So, you know, a tui might be sitting up there. You know, it'll just sing that repeating pattern. And, um and so that's for me when we look at a western scale of music and we look at a um, you know nature scale of music that's what we're talking about and so um so that's you know that's how they they come from uh, the, almost like a um, same focado or same thought you know in terms of how we look at music you know um through you know through Maori perspective without Without um, bringing in the Western influence, you know, which we have been heavily influenced by, but um te-te is sort of and Pulu are two kind of taonga that um, haven't had so much of that influence, you know. Um, you know, and we and we we live in a modern time, so we're influenced by a lot of things. But it's just about um, that intention, I guess, of like, okay, we're gonna compose. Uh, or piece with tete, we're going to look back to the nature, that sound, you know.
0: Beautiful. That is so beautiful, bro. Like, for all the time, you know, that I've um, done this mahi, especially for he Tafito, um, but just around Motete as well, I've never, um, you know, just to really highlight the taiao, you know, and the way that you've explained it there, it's like the taiao is like our, our matua composer.
1: Hey, teno matua, aye. that's right Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's like that for all of our art forms aye. Like, um, you know, even moko, fakairo, It all comes, you know, raranga It all comes from tai All the patterns, the inspiration Yeah, so you're right, it's the matua te matua, you know Yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it there, hooky, you know. When we want to uh hanga tetahi fakatoki, you know, all of our tutors, all of our matangas, amen. Arua tu kite te tayo, arua tu kite toa tayo, you know, and we hanga i te Yeah, no, beautiful, bro. Just talking around our composers too. You did mention that itepu, itepu ake koe uh, ingari kerekeo itepu, uh, ngawayata. So, do you have any um any faves, any favourite uh, more te teathea composers out there besides the tayo, of course?
1: Oh, man, there's so many, you know, like, when I think of motete, it sort of blows my socks off, like, because it's such, uh, it's such, it's so it's so vast and so deep, eh? you know, and I, it amazes me too that we've continued and kept those um, motete with us, you know, and, and moving with them, it's, you know, there's literally hundreds of thousands, I'm sure, you know, putanua te motu, but um, probably one of my favourite ones though um, would be one sort of from home and it's called um, Taku Fenuaera. Yeah, and so um, I just had to pull out a few facts about that um, just so I had make, made sure it was right. But that's sort of from our area, the Mokai Party, and it um, it's around the time when uh, there was a great. Um, it's called the Potaka Battle, and it was you know we were battling um, our Nati Upper Kazis, and I think um yeah and so it was you know it was that sort of time um during the battle and i think our some of our people were off on holiday and other or something and then it was just left to the skeleton crew and they had this big mammoth task of defending the whenua um you know with small numbers which is which is pretty um yeah pretty awesome you know so you it's only a short mortete but it's really beautiful and um that for um, some reason that's one stuck out to me as as my kind of favorite, um, from where we're from, you know.
0: Tā hua. Tā hua e te hua. Now I will ask you to give us a little bit more um, around that more but just sort of staying around our um Sort of like the blend of the two with puro and Moteti. Do you have any like specific Moteti? I know that that was your faith, but are there Moteti out there that kind of help influence your fakatangi ngapuro?
1: Um yeah, like um, I guess one of my earliest ones that I remember was e a Ho, you know, and it just really setting up, cause you know almost um. I didn't really, I can't really remember more Tete as a child, you know, like, it probably was there, but I don't consciously remember, you know, yeah, it wasn't until I was about 10 or 11 that I started to get onto it and notice, oh, wow, that's, you know, that's a different rangi or, or, you know, it's a different sound to what the radio sounds like or, um, particularly when I started to, um, you know, play or with the moteete, then it was highly influential, you know. And um, sort of prior to that I would just listen to uh Matua and Matua Richards Mahi and Fayaruha and them and their, their sort of CDs that they, they were making and that was kind of my influence on of of Tongma because I didn't um, we didn't have um pool growing up at home, you know, it was wasn't there really. Um, we had caught it about them, but not really someone that could play. So, yeah, and um, yeah, I guess they, once I started to play alongside those more tier tier that are on the marae, then that that's you know um, where um, the influence came from.
0: Then, I know we've just um, spoke about um, influence and how. Some of, some of these waiata may have um, influenced you around your whakatangi nā puoro, but like you said, you know, it was sort of like a, a learning curve there for you. Do you now, now as a practitioner um, within your mahi, have you used like any specific motea, um in your music, in your whakatangi puoro?
1: Um, these days I don't, I, I, sort of, I sort of try really to create new ones, yeah. Um, so I'm not, because yeah, I'm just a bit careful about using you know the the old ones and you know I just want to make sure that I'm um, yeah creating something why, new. why
0: the caution why, why the caution on that eh? well, sorry to cut you off in there but why the
1: caution I think it's I think it's the around the selling of it eh because say if I make a uh, album and I put a more tete on there from an old one and then I put it on iTunes or whatever and then it's making two cents a listen or whatever you know what I mean and there's a selling aspect in there that I don't really want to cross over into um yeah so yeah I don't yeah I guess I don't want to like pimp the motete out basically that's what it is and of course you're gonna you're gonna cruise around the motu and meet your whanaunga and then there might be a standoff it you know so (laughs) just being careful way and I don't want to you know, I don't want to a on the mana of those taonga, and, and um, that's why I think it's easier for me just to try and take the, you know, take the experience and the inspiration, and then in, and create new ones. You know, and um, you know, when I say create new ones, mine are real basic, and they're not like they're not like our tūpuna ones, and it's just something to aspire to, really, and. Um, Yes, yeah.
0: you say that now. Ete hoa, I tell you what, in the next generation, they're gonna go, Oh, Jerome! Te puna ia, te puna tenei. So, just talking about those new ones, though, um, ete hoa, what could you share with us maybe a couple of them? What would that What your new compositions are around those more that you have um, done?
1: Yeah, I mean, um. Maybe, maybe they're more like prowl than, than more tete. and, and I'm, I'm really there talk um, the ones that I'm sort of on at the moment are really environmental ones, like, so just real basic, um, you know, waikiwaho, mana te wai, that's it, yeah, the mana of the water, you know, like, and, um, and I think, um, yeah, what I, what I was really interested in too is that our tūpuna use their puoro by singing down through the puoro so you get kind of like a dual sound And so I do that quite a lot as well um, And that one I sing through my putātara because it's linked to tangaroa and Hinemoa and wainui and um, you know the conch shell And um, and then you you know when you're singing down it you can still sort of whakatangi at the same time at certain, certain parts of the kupu um, and so then you get this dual voice or sound. You know, you've got the sound of the pool and my voice coming through together, which is pretty, yeah, it's just, I I I love doing it myself. It makes me feel great. And so I just, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I guess like a lot of us, I'm a haututu, you know, mokopuno so. <laughs>
0: Goina, rawe here, hea, here. I always remember one of my tutors in Tereo always said, rawe here, hea, So I guess the same thing with your blending of motetia and ta- taonga puro, eh? Yeah, give it a good rawe ke, eh?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I like the idea of, um, we're not, you know, we we are from the past, but we're in the now. So what are you going to do now, you know, to, to try and, you know, put your part in there and, but, you know, try and keep that essence. But, and I think our tūpuna, you know, they're very um, innovative and adaptive to whatever's happening. And so that's what, I'm just following that too, you know.
0: I was just thinking about like how you were saying that, um, no, then they, um, Pao, but you wrote this beautiful little um, limerick of sort of around to dedicate to the way in there. And, and you know, how you do your thing. Well what are other um, elements I guess um, that that help with you with these compositions?
1: Yeah, just that whole thing of Fakoki Kitetayoan, you know, or Fakokikito maunga, you know. Um, yeah, that's that's a massive one like um, going back into the Nairo up to the Mongol, down to the Awa and Yeah, there's uh, there's so much when I go back home to those places, um, it's like it's like hitting a super inspiration button like and um i heard this i've been sort of like saying this not jokingly actually for reals but and i've heard a few other whanau talking about it too the old tupuna downloads that's when i get those the hardest is if i'm back you know on the whenua and just sitting there away from all this um, you know, because I'm sitting in Wellington at the moment away from all the sound, you know, because the modern sound's quite, it's another type of pollution um, that um, that is quite full on, you know. And um, because I'm working in sound all the time too, my daring is real sensitive, like I can't be around too much noise for too long. And so, um, but you know, I just go back down and sit down by the awa and just listen to the riporepo or... Um, listen to the manu and the ngaiere or you know just that type of sound is is you know for me that's home and when i get home yeah that's when i can really um yeah compose you know yeah
0: no i i i that's why i've never ever desired to move away from Hastings, you know from Heretonga, you know where like even though like we do uh, where I stay yeah we're kind of in a bit of an urban area you know but honestly it's like a 45 minute drive and boom Waimarama, you know another 45 year put on a home you know and, and it's all over like all around you know quite thing and like you said bro um I guess for myself working in broadcasting especially in radio yeah your taringa do get a bit sensitive to the oro, so it's good to just get out there. And that's why I love meditation to the days. It just sort of breaks everything, breaks noise, breaks silence, and it um, yeah, just sort of centers you again. So I, I I find so much relevance in your kōrero and finding this kōrero, especially around your taonga, puoro, playing in the blend that you use um, with it for more theatre is actually quite um, it's refreshing actually bro it's you know, refreshing then you know to hear it from a, a perspective eh, so I thank you for sharing all this kōrero that you've got going on with us here at the moment bro. Anone te atahua.
1: Oh kia ora koe Yeah I just wanted to add to that too you just reminded me talking about that like some of the things I noticed in Mortetti are the different um rangi and the different what, well, you know, in Parkia would be frequencies, eh? Like the frequency of the multete is quite um that's the sort of thing that blows me away too. say, so, you know, you got um you know, you got um mortete away at the tangi, you know, you'll hear a certain frequency that I feel like um that frequency in my kyokune for anyway is those are helping for that mamai of, you know, to or the mate, you know, so, and then, you know, you've got different ori, ori and, you know, you've got the different, for me, they're different, there's different frequencies in there and those beautiful motete that, um, and I think that's, you know, the importance of what sort of got slammed down on us was don't change the rangi, you know, don't even think about it, like, you know, keep it to, keep it and we're trying to keep that and i think it's because it's that frequency in there you know and so when we compare it to a city yeah the frequencies (sighs) it's too much like so um yeah just just yeah just making it relevant to what we're just talking about there's frequencies No, oh,
0: exactly. Frequency and vibration is, yeah, all part and parcel of it. Um, e te nā ka, ka you know, because even as myself as a kaikaranga, you know, like, um, you know, I could hear the same more over and over and over in one day, but then a manu would come on and this one, you know, ope just sings, you know, pine pine or whichever, just, you know, and it's like, God, oh, that hit me that hit me really differently. You know, I've heard it like 20 times today, but you guys, you just sing it just a little bit different, you know, and that, hey, eh, that's what you're talking about, eh, that connection with that frequency and that uh, vibration, eh?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think our tupuna, they had a v- real deep, vast knowledge of frequency of sound, like, you know, they're, they're sound wizards, and so, you know, when our whānau carry it forward and hit it right, it's, you know, those are designed to hit the manawa or whatever needs to be. Where it's been specifically targeted for, right? Eh, it's gonna hit you there, and you're gonna feel it, and going out to talk eh?
0: away. ora yeda, ora as a um a tangata, um a practitioner in our um arts of of banga uh, puro in Do you feel? Do you feel that you have like a, a, a role that you need to play um when it comes to implementing more into your banga
1: yeah, I think I think um, what's, what what sort of t- taught me from early on is you know mo tonu like stay to 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 our sound like and I just sort of like, it's you know I love doing that so that's the way that I've gone and I've worked in, I worked in heaps of different genres and um, but in the end like you know I was like ah oh, you know I'm just gonna do us like because. Because there's so much different influ- influence of music coming in, and it's all beautiful. And you know, I love that um, saying of Macy. Dick, you know, she said there's enough love in there for everyone's music. And so, yeah, I do feel uh, re- not so much a responsibility, but um, I have a here here to continue, continue our original sound. You know, because I know it comes from the tai Ao It's not based on a Western scale, even though it's probably a bit influenced, because we are. Um, And so, yeah, really just, I guess if there's all that space in there and there's different types of Māori music, then we really need to make sure that this one is here as well, and so that's kind of where the responsibilities come in, is is just to ensure that our sound keeps going through, um, and that we still have that focus of the taiao as the matua, you know, the the atua matua.
0: Atua matua, yes, and um, yeah, because um, I, I also um, have a bit of a side note here and now that you've mentioned it around of course now atua, I guess you're uh, atua matua and the, the sounds um, that taonga and motetia produce I, I understand that it was kind of part of your healing journey as well etehoa. would you like to share, and, uh, uh, share a little bit around that?
1: Yeah, that's right, I started off in Taungapura. Well, well, firstly, I grew up in the rural, so I was like, you know, in, in the, playing around the rivers and in the ngahiri a lot. And so um, when people ask me, oh, who taught you? Then I would say, you know, the tai, oh, it's the manu, the manu that I grew up, the ripu, ripu, the maturuturu Wai, like, you know, the Rāko. they were all, um, you know, my teachers, really. And then, and then, uh, and my Kuya, and I had a few Krowa as well that were really shaped me up into sort of who I am today in terms of planting seeds around Tongapuro and what that means for us in our here. And then um, I kind of had that thing where I went try to get away from who I was and went into move to Melbourne and try to you know be a city guy and it just didn't work and and then I sort of went into this real depression and I was tutuing around as a youth with different things and and then I uh, yeah, basically went into like a suicidal part of my life, had some suicide attempts and then, and then it came back sort of um, broken, you know, and, and emptied out, you know, and then, um, and then, yeah, it was lucky after whanonga took me back into the Ngahere, um, beautiful Ngahere Korongo which is up in Ngāti Rangi, um, was our Ngāti Rangi whānau, and I went, went in there and um, that sort of got me back on that, that track. And yeah, it was cool. It, it, I thought he was my counsellor. His uh, he's passed away now, Matua Royce Ponga. Um But but he, all, all he said to me was you know, just we're gonna go into this space, and your job is to listen. Yeah. And um, at first I was a bit sort of preoccupied because I thought, oh, he's this fellow's gonna, you know, this uncle's gonna save uh, save me and answer all my problems. And but his whole thing was listen, and what he would do was get me to sit. Um, we'd walk a couple of hours into the ngahere and then we'd come into this part where there was quite ancient old rako. And then he would say to me, You know, sit down here um, with your back against this rako and, and, you know, Ata And then he would head, head off, leave me there by myself. And once I sort of calmed down, I did start to listen to the tayo, and it sort of was like a, not a revelation, but it was a real big activation for me in terms of I'm emptied out, I got nothing in my cup left. And I sort of started again and from from the from the sound of the nature. And um, yeah, that's that's what brought me out into and yeah, activated me into Tongapuro. And then I started to remember it of my queer growing up and um, and just some of the things and then And then I found a little wharekura book from Matuahirini and written um, in the 80s, I think. And um, it had pictures of taumapūro and so then I, I just kind of went into a wānanga by myself and looking at the pictures and trying to make them. And um, I did that for about a year. And then once I could make them, then trying to play them. And so I spent heaps of time in the ngāhere, heaps of time just by myself and heaps of time creating, and that's really what filled me back up again. And then I was kind of healthy enough again to go out into society, you know. Um, But yeah, before that I was a bit of a mess, you know, and I needed, so yeah, that's um, that's how it all began for me. And I guess that's why I'm so pro going back into the Tayo, you know, and that's where it happens for me, yeah.
0: Oh, it's Honestly, bro, there were so many elements um, in your korero there that um, actually kind of, this is the first time, and I've been interviewing for 11 years, bro. And I must say, this is my first time that with just your korero and what you were saying, yeah, hey, I was, like actually trying to hold back the tears. Thank God I'm wearing these mohiti because honestly, bro, um, yeah, especially when you were saying, like, I remember when I was um, asked to karanga. And it wasn't like to tuku karanga but kite fakarongo, And I had to do that like you said for years with my name. And just fakarongo and e fakarongo, uh, and that was it. You know, me pe hate hanga kupu. Uh, you know, what else are you hearing? You know, he pe hate takyo na faikore or so to hear it from your perspective on puoro and just actually out there in the tayao and listening to tayo of. Oh. Bro, it, it it really hit me, so thank you, thank you for sharing that and just, yeah, giving that subtle reminder, bro, that, um, you know, simplicity is something to behold, eh?
1: Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, no, I sort of tried, to, at that time I tried to see counsellors, but the talking, I found the talking was re-traumatising for me and, it, yeah, it didn't free me at all. I was, yeah, and I, I think that could be a key for our because you know I was at rangatahi age as well and I think that's it you know and it's a hey, like you with your queer Atawhakarongo and just listen you know and wahangu and just listen you know that is the university Hey, like yeah you know your nanny put you through a doctorate by the time you were like 14 <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, bro, you know what, because just like honestly, um, was you know, doing all my journalism and then in the end, you know, the manna, got the fakarongo. you know. I think um, for us as as we uh, or interviewers or journalists or whatever you want to call us is you know, I always say to the fan ah, the is in the fakarongo. you know, like yeah, you've got your party and all of that, but if you're not listening to your receiver, you know, kukue, ta ta kai koriro, ah you're missing out, Fa'na. You're missing out on the goods. <laughs> oh, yeah, and
1: that's quite common, eh? Like, because I have that, you know, um, obviously this one's different because it's more of a fifty-fifty 50 korero, and we're listening to each other and we're talking and it's, it, it, we're engaging and it, in the korero and the wanang, and it's, you know, you can feel it's uplifting. But sometimes I've been interviewed by people and you can tell that they're not even there. Like, then they're, they're just looking at the next question, like, <laughs> and, you, and you're sort of spilling your guts, and you know, that's like, oh, this is, this is Momo. Like, let's wrap this up.
0: Hey, what we you think about this? I'm going to tell you do you know? Have you heard of any other motiti um, that are being composed out there? And like yourself, you know, being one of the uh, art practitioner around Tangapuro, do you know of any other um, tangata epera nakiaku who are a practitioner in Tangapuro who, um, I guess, manifest over motiti to help them with their waiata, to help them with their compositions? Do you know of any others out there, nakiaku
1: yeah, I think there's quite a lot, like just straight off the top there's like and James Webster, Kahurere, Te Kahurere, um, uh, Tomata. you know, like they're all, all you know, um, Nenehine Weedangi, Libby Gray, Tamihana Katene, oh dear, I don't want to forget anybody now, um, but gee, you know, they're all in the they're all in. This, they're all in <laughs> with you know morte or ru or kar or you know they're all they're all contributing something in that space so it's quite cool and um you know we recently we reformed the home collective which is something much hidden and them started back in the day and yeah so um i feel like i i'm not sh- i think i feel like there's a lot of people um you know and that's just really my mates in the tongapuro kind of um world that i know you know can mention but um, yeah I feel like um, it's you know it's pumping on through which is cool
0: oh bro thank you for mentioning all those kai kai waiata kai puro because actually you know like it's not until you actually start saying these names like a couple of names that you're just like oh they tried tamihana I forgot about him you know you just cut one in onequi with you know so thank you for mentioning those brothers and sisters who are on the same waka as you they were beautiful thank you
1: yeah I'm just lucky to be a part of them all too you know they're, they're inspiring as for me so
0: hey and massive to hear kāhui uh, um, uh, you know, of the money Collective that is amazing that is so amazing to hear that it was. so I guess we hope to see some great spectacular stuff from you guys
1: yeah, thank you yeah, I think we're going to be releasing an album together this year which is going to be really exciting I think that that probably hasn't happened well, maybe ever like Obviously Matsu Hiddene and Richard and them they released their albums years ago and but there hasn't been one where you know all the poor people will have come and so that's gonna be pretty interesting and um, awesome to be a part of, you know.
0: Well we will have to do a hashtag watch this space at the whānau name. So you know, you've been doing this mahi for quite some time now, you know, te whakatangi Puro, ana mate, te ki Do you feel, or have you seen possibly, that there might be, um, you know, any issues um, or impacts that mō may be facing today?
1: Uh, oh man, I'm not sure, if, like, yeah, I'll just go for it. Um, so, yeah, there was a crower in our Rohe. here. Um, he was actually from Tarawa, but he came in at a time where we didn't have many real speakers in our here and we, that was quite common on the pipeline We had um you know Fano, and Tarawa and Tūhoi um on our pipeline, helping us out in that sort of time when it was um, you know looked like a good gone under um, and um, yeah he created this beautiful tetea, um and it was around. This time where um, in Wanganui they started a course called Tarangakura which was was all the babies were coming out of kohanga and then going into mainstream and sort of losing their real or wasn't there. So then they started setting up kura kaupapa and, and bilingual units and so then they had to pump out teachers so the Fono, um, you know, the iwi came together and created this um, awesome also, no, so I jumped on there as a young fella. Um, my nanny sort of advised me, oh, you can go, I could go to uh, Massey and Pami to do teacher training, or I could go on to this iwi initiative. So my nan was like, eh, you're going to go on that one. <laughs> and um, anyway, at the time we had a beautiful Krowa who was on our Pai Pai, and, um, and just a real beautiful Krowa uh, contributed heaps to our to our rohe and, um His name was Haki Simon. Or Jack Simon, and um, yeah, he created this Mārtihi, and it was for us when we to when we were to go anywhere we could we could sort of um, you know focafiti te defenua and our rohe and name our marae and our hapu and and it was you know put together in this way um, and it sort of named all the hapu of the rohe yeah and um, so. And yeah, fast forward to now, now we're going through our treaty claims and then, you know, like a lot of iwi, we've had a lot of divisive things happening in there and it's been real terrible, like, um, but, you know, maybe in some ways necessary. Um, but yeah, I just sort of, I I really like this motete he created for us probably in the 80s and 90s. And, um, yeah, now we're coming to this time where it's, um, you know, um, it's been a a big division and, and sort of controversy on, what are the hapu names of Mokai Party, and, and um, yeah, wha- I find that quite interesting because you know he sort of laid this multi tear down that states the hapu of the rohe, and now we come into this time and it's kind of changed, you know. Um, so yeah, without getting into too much detail, I just thought, oh, that's quite interesting now because because um, you know, do Alfano still sing that wayata? even though because of the treaty claims they've kind of like taken out a hapu and replaced it with another name you know what I mean (laughs) and um, you know like to be fair um, I'm not really privy to why and why people in those positions have decided these things are not um you know not um judging or anything but it's just interesting because it's like oh wow so you can you know this motete run by this beautiful and now do we still sing it because it's sort of like the penultimate motete of tarohe or you know one of the more modern ones that you hear a lot um yeah so i guess that's a that's a that could be deemed as an issue with multilingual. <laughs> oh, bro, no,
0: that is definitely to you know deemed as a bit of an issue. Because funny you say that, because yes, you know you you here in Kahungunu, that started to happen a little bit, especially around um, grammar. You know, the Um it started to. Quietly creep into, I wouldn't say, um, you know, our Wayata Tahito, but some of our Wayata, um, some of our Motete that are being composed now. Yeah, you know, we had. Our, our real experts sort of going oh make sure kā tikatereo kā and we're like yeah well te kind of takes that essence the the poetical justice away from why we tuhi waiata you know so yeah no I I, I totally uh, relate to what you were saying in kā rohako ki to iwi but hey like you said it's an interesting um, outcome and an interesting journey to see how our, our people sort of operate like that around more eh? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, because we're part of Kahungunu too, eh? But I think, I'm not sure, like, because I don't really hear it in sort of common kōrero, but taihape is sort of like, for me anyway, it's an inland boundary of Kahungunu. You know, like, so we always hear of, you know, Kahungunu ki waiho, ki wairarapa, ki heretaunga. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm waiting for our ones to talk about the ki taihape, you know? Because, <laughs> yeah, that's, it. you know, I think, um, it's an interesting one to talk about because a lot of not a not a lot of our kind of coastal cousins will might not reference that or acknowledge that or, or it's not yeah, maybe they do, but I just don't really hear it being said. So all our all our um farya they know they're all tūpuna, like um yeah, which is um yes yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. oh, so yeah I know Kohung Oh yeah. my god Yeah, so and back in the day, I think our Tupuna used to put up the fires, come over the Ruahine ranges and come in and down into places like Waitama, you know, do the trades for Kai because we're inland. And um, you know, even when I was younger, we used to do that. Um, we'd come across and get fruit from the bay and we'd bring muttons or, or you know what, or deer or you know, and probably before that might have been moa, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> And um and uh, and you know there's a lot of Kordadoras uh, coming over and, and, and having some intermarriages and maybe having some Pakanga as well and yeah pretty um pretty dramatic people I think here uh, whanui
0: Oh, fine. you said it, there we go, that's a wrap. <laughs> but no, you know what, that's very interesting, because, yeah, you know, like, um te tahi as you do. So I'm reading this para parapara, and, like, honestly, there's, like, a line dedicated to our tai hape whānau. A line. And this para parapara is, like, I know, you, yeah, but, like, just with you saying, I'm like, the is right. We don't acknowledge our tai hape connections, you know, we yeah it's, you know, and that's same with like not just taihape also our te haroto whānau you know Um, our yeah you know it's like oh gee hineiru you know it's like yeah we dedicate like these one liners you know these one line acknowledgements to our whānau it's like hey you better slip out of that, partner.
1: <laughs> oh, well, Taihapi is a small place. One <laughs> liner will be sufficient. Thank you.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it, bro. Oh, man. Kaamau te wehi. not te wehi. All right, I think that's enough around about those impacts that we um kind of experience with our motetea and that. But um, I guess with yourself, even though kei te whakaora anō to, ito i inga, uh, tanga tangapuro. And infusing it, of course, with our motete and that. From your perspective, um, as a practitioner within um, taunga puoro and, of course, the traditional arts of music, do you feel that um, there is a new direction for motete as a genre of music?
1: Um. Yeah, I think so, eh? I think, you know, like, obviously, Matatini and really keeps that space going. Like, yeah, what, what I... Yeah, I was actually having a little to my partner the other day about this around like around like, you know, how we have like music awards and um, you know, particularly like, you know, awesome ones like Māori music awards. I I wondered about whether there could be sections for more tētē because even there's Pūro, there's no section like for um, you know, and I thought, oh man, that would be so cool because more tier is like and puro they they're like they are our most, they our oldest forms of music. You know, like you know that's where it kind of starts. So yeah, I feel like that could be cool. You know, even on a wider thing like New Zealand Music Awards, like really there should be some sections in there for the original music because it just gives it more visibility and you know more life. You know, going forward. So and um you know when you watch when you watch like even regionals man there's some amazing motetea being composed man every year like you know and then and then you got matatini and then it's just like wow like that's such a beautiful art form and music that i feel like it's really undervalued not maybe by as the people but in general like um you know and we and we i guess we 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 are brought up to idolize people like Shakespeare and you know, but you know our Tupan are doing it's it's of the same even for me anyway greater weight you know with the the poetry the visual the visual imagery that it lays into your heart and mind and um, so yeah I'd really like to hope that you know and. And I think even now that I've sort of been, and we're talking about it and it's coming up, I feel like, um, you, know, you know, if I get in front of someone that has any influence on those sorts of things, to say to them, hey, come on, like we need to have sections for these taongatu, because what that does is it keeps it alive, you know, like, um, and, it, and, it, and for our kids, because that's where it's at too, eh? like, it's got to be, for me, with Puro I'm always trying to share with our kids, because, you know, that's where it's at for the future. Um yeah, and I, I feel like it's yeah, that things like that eh, like, could really help.
0: Bro, you, you have definitely touched on something there, um, you know, just especially around like you said with our Waiata Mari music awards. They they do have like that um iconic um, tradition, uh keeper of traditions, Ne, Um so you know, that would be their only little area. That they would um acknowledge that, but to like you said, have something completely dedicated to that art form, yeah. It would be like um like an incentive, ne? You know, kya koke tonuk, to tonu ta ato, um iroto y neke neke o te fakatangi puro mittefakatangi motea ne,
1: toko, that's right. Yeah, and some like you say, that something like a competition, um it, it you know, it'll get people Recording more tete and you know you could even do something where it's more tete and pūro and really You know, even though it's a competition, you know, but it has a lot of weight in terms of if there's a section Because then what it's saying is We value these things enough to have a section for it And then you know, and I feel like you'd get more people recording them and more, you know and um, yeah so I suppose it, it's just little things that can go a long way, yeah, and have a long effect, have a big effect on something.
0: mm, naku, well, kua taku te manuka, bro. You have definitely settled some kind of a faqafa, thiti bit of a widow there, brother. So, uh, kua tai tahu nei kite te mutunga uh, o te nei korero. Um, bro, honestly, man, you know, I'm putting you definitely up there with one of my top favourite um interviews. Uh, but especially when you made Ken move, like, oh my god, like I said, I've never ever in any interviewing or fitting, I have ever been um emotionally moved. Um so It's yeah, it's actually been quite a beautiful experience um this morning.
1: Oh, kill uh,
0: <laughs> no, Thank Same, dad, same for weird. you
1: too. That's, that's been has been awesome. Thank you so much.
0: Miki Mickey, Mickey, my brain. But um just to wrap us up, um for you as a a composer, as a practitioner of our arts and that, um, do you have any uh, future plans that you'd like to share with us involving Mortete?
1: Oh, um yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be creating another Oruatsu again this year, which is cool. Um and involving more of our whanau, um, which is you know um, that's going to be beautiful just to put that down and I think yeah that the the you know that influence of montete and that style is definitely going to be in there um, my last ortawa I did was really just for whanau to listen to the sounds of tongapuro um, and so you know of course we've got to do something a little bit different and um, and so this time we'll be going out and to our significant spaces on the whenua and recording different sounds and then and starting from there and then bring weaving in the pool, and then probably a little bit of um, sort of motete and voice and composition in there as well just um, so yeah that's quite exciting and uh, just actually set up my studio properly and um, it's the best it's ever been and um, sort of like my had a dream wish list that I've had for 20 years and it's all come together. So it's like, um, this is, yeah, so this is a nice timing um, for that part and this, even this interview, because we just set it up last night and so we'll be uh, working on that. And of course, you know, we've just come through Matariki and Pūanga So yeah.
0: Shot. Divine timing, eh? Divine timing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ei te tungane, anonei te pāreka-reka-nei o ngā kōrero uh, kua takoto, um, kua tuku hoki koe. Uh, ki tēnei hunga, ki hunga e ngā kou nui ana, uh, ki tēnei mōmō ana te mo tētea. It's been an extra bonus, bro, to have you incorporate your taonga puoro kōrero as well with it. So, anonei te maringa nui, o te rā. Uh, hai do you have any final comments any final remarks that you'd like to share around the compilation of Motetea and Tala
1: Puro? Oh, I think I'm marasiri but um, if it's okay I'd like to just play my um, nguru um, and then I, I reckon I can let the nguru do the talking <laughs> Yeah, but me nui nui ki a tuihine um, yeah, me had um beautiful called all this morning and I feel quite invigorated by that, so that's good to you know I'm not <laughs> not going to sleep or anything. <laughs> yeah, but um so this one I wanted to um to sort of play in the rangi of uh, one of my favourite mortete which is called um, called Takufenua and that was um um kote kaitito ko uh hetupunaku umihungaru Ngāti umatipoki and um yeah so don't <laughs> stop
0: Hireo Tafito, a podcast from Sound Centre for New Zealand Music, Toe Te Ara Pu'oru, presented by me, Crystal Edwards, with today's guest, Jerome Kavanagh. The waiata in today's podcast were Oro Atua, a Pu'oru Māori sound healing journey, performed by and thanks to Jerome Kavanagh. Thanks to series producers Tony Huata and Roger Smith, sound engineer Phil Brownlee, research by Te Ahukaramu Charles Royal, production assistance from Jonathan Ingle and Ngahuya Maniapoto, marketing, Leonay Fenta, and executive producer Diana Marsh. Thanks to Adrian Tangaroa Wagner and Te Upoko Oteika. And thank you to our sponsors. Te Taurāwhiri te reo Māori, Recorded Music NZ, and Creative New Zealand Toi Aotearoa. And thank you for listening. For more information about this podcast and the music of Aotearoa, go to the Sounds website, sounds.org.nz, that's S-O-U-N-Z. Nō reira, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā katoa toi
1: théâtre sounds